X-Force, X-Force, X-Force. There's only two. X-Force, X-Force. X-Men Green. Yeah, there it is. Welcome to the X-Wife Podcast. I'm Alicia. And I'm Justin. X-Force, X-Force. It's our second episode of the week. Whoop, whoop, whoop. We're talking about the rest of the comics that came out the week of April 6th. We've got X-Force number 27, X-Force Annual number one, and X-Men Green, the Infinity comic. I don't know what number. X-Men Unlimited number 29. That's the one. And I got news. He's got news. Judgment Day. Oh, it's coming. Day news. You ruffians. You ruffians. Spell it correctly, dagnabbit. Death to the Mutants is a miniseries that was just announced. What? Yes. And I was reading an interview with Karen what? Gillan. Yeah, right, right. And, and it's basically the intention, right? You see you see all these people on the cover. You see Death to the Mutants. What? What an unfriendly title, yeah? Imagine how ugly it sounds when it's on the lips of people you once considered your friends of a million years, Gillan said. Death to Mutants is about what mainstream eternal society is doing to try to crush the mutant flowers of Krakoa, while yes. our heroic Eternals try to work out what the hell they can do about it. We had a general question from PJ about how all these titles are just now getting started. How are they going to be interrupted by the AXE event? Yeah. Woof. I don't know. But I'm sure there'll be some kind of backdoor business that like they can keep carrying on with their stories because someone else is responsible for dealing most of them are in space i mean the eternals are also earthbound this story origin i may have read issue one of eternals already between yes my goodness gravy it's mostly earthbound in there that issue at least well okay then so maybe then that's it because the rest of them are in space so they're not dealing with it you got you get the marauders in space you get new mutants doing whatever they're doing wherever they're doing i think in limbo yeah, so they're in limbo, so they can't be bothered. Wolverine's off doing Wolverine stuff with Deadpool. Are they even going to the gala this year? Because I'd imagine if you're at the gala, you're kind of sucked into if, AXE. If Deadpool is working with Wolverine and he's not invited to the gala again this year, he's going to he's gonna lose it. He's not going to be a happy camper. That's for sure. And we like that. I would like him to be invited. <laughs> I think he deserves to be invited. You don't. That's fine. I can Is see that, it in your eyes. It deserves slash will create a fun time. I like Deadpool. I know you do. I do too. But I think most of them, it's got to run through the main titles. It's got to. There's got to be some kind of ripple. And I don't seems, know what it's going to be, PJ, but it's going to be something. It seems to tie into the Hellfire Gala. And I think you know the, the reveals of information that we'll likely get... And then maybe offshoots into their individual titles, how they'll handle the event. Because I think it, it takes place over a couple months. Mm, intrigue. Exterminators. What the heck is that? I posted this in the story a few days ago, and it has since been deleted from the artist's page. Oh. But Carlos Gomez had a reel posted with an image of Dazzler. And beneath <gasps> it, the text said, Dazzler coming soon to X-Terminators. Dazzler. It's happening. Even if Marvel doesn't want us to know about it yet. I went to his Instagram profile and it says Marvel colon X dot dot dot. Indicating that he's working on an X title. 
but he can't talk about it yet. And the reel has since been deleted. So it uh, may have been a premature leak, but Got in trouble with uh, the Marvel. Sorry, not letting that one go. But that's cool. Whatever. I don't care what it is. Dazzler's in it. And I finally will get a comic with Dazzler. There you go. I don't know anything about her, really. And I'm excited. Let's go. I think the only thing that you know about her is her first appearance was in the Dark Phoenix saga right in the beginning. She was like originally based on Grace Jones. Yep. And that's it. That's it. That's all you need to know. Then she sings and she roller skates. And and the the one moment exchange between her and Cyclops was like, haven't you ever wondered about where your awesome powers come from? Nope. Nope. (laughs) Nah, bro. Get out of here. And the last bit of news that I got. Oh, one more news. Phoenix and Thor. What? Um, so, you know, it had recently been established that the Phoenix, the Phoenix Force is Thor's mother. I'm sorry. Excuse me. What? Yeah. Those crazy. Yeah? Those crazy Avengers are up to no good. No good nonsense. The Phoenix Force is Thor's mother. Yeah. And so. Ooh, what now? Yeah. And so there's like a, a, a one million BC version of the Avengers where this might be explored in a new title. I don't know. I don't care. I just, I posted the image and was like, eh. I do not understand. Generally uninterested in Avengers happenings and. <sighs> Goodness gravy. All um, right. Unless they're the MCU and then um, I'm all about and it. And then you're all about it. Then I'm here for it. But this is nonsensical. Any hoodle. Any hoodle. Let's talk about X-Men Unlimited. X-Men Green. The return of X-Men Green. The team. The little fam. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Sorry and the kids. Well, shout out to the writer who got me to laugh a few times with their editor notes that aren't actually from an editor. I assume KP says is Carla Pacheco, the, yeah. the writer, it's says. Awesome. <laughs> and she's just making jokes on her own comic. Well, the team is on a boat. They're stealing a boat. They got cute little sailor outfits. Which Nice touch, I guess. Yeah, they but, rented but they're them. not getting their deposits back because there's blood all over them. It's real easy to steal a boat. Carfrock rushers? Yeah, whatever. For 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 the first for for first. Yeah, stealing ships, secret messages from Pyro and his romance novels. I love that. Yeah, I love it. The mysterious nature of Curse and why nice things hurt her. Yeah, and I like that she was like, eh, it's not really a story I want to get into. Right. Well, now we obviously want to know. Now I need to know. Which is interesting. So this was written by Carla Pacheco, who is not Jerry, who created the character. Oh. And so, right, we're, we're peeling back. We're getting Layers. New, new life the into these onion. characters. Yeah. And then. Sauron's not one for nicknames. Nope, nope. And a battle ensues with seagulls as they are on their stolen ship. I like everything about that was so amazing to me. Like Sauron just being highly upset that they. They are, are traitors. to evolution. How dare they not stay dinosaurs? Right. But Curse points out, you were a human. <laughs> Weren't you not a dinosaur? Yeah, but I went the right direction in I my evolution. a dinosaur, not a bird. I made the right choice. And then we've got uh, whale poachers, and our team is up to casual murder again. Which Here they go, when, casually murdering humans. Which, when this was announced as coming back, I saw so many people that were like, oh, great. The story where we just go off and murder people for no real good reason and then escape justice right i mean stopping them from murdering whales right. is important 
but then feeding them to a whale is not great. Yeah, but as they, we see at the end, they were dead. They were dead. With you know? the big surprise, surprise, Mister Namor Mr. is Namor. not happy with you. Well, that's his pet, apparently. Yeah, you've been giving my pet stomach aches. Indigestion is upset tummy because he's been eating all these terrible people. Which is like, how many people have you guys fed him? Yeah, well, and also, several. why does that whale have hands? Yep, full on fists. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a mutant whale. I, I like the weirdest things bother me. I was like, no, that why is appropriately does this whale have hands. But I love that Namor is is involved. I'm excited to see more Namor. Yeah, he, I think he's on the cover of the next issue. That could have been a tongue twister. See more Namor. Written by Carla Pacheco, art by Emilio Lasso, colors by Rachel Rosenberg, letters by Joe Sabino. VCs Joe Sabino. Joe Sabino running the X-Men Unlimited game. Getting it, getting it. As his own man. But but also VCs. Hey, so what are we talking about first? Well, we're going to talk, well, I don't know, because here in front of me, you have stacked the comics in your order. It's true. That is and very true. And... My order is the opposite. That's so. very true. But, and so the reason this goes against what PJ challenged to do in, in the first episode, I looked at the back and- How dare you? The back has a preview for this issue of X-Force. And technically, the annual was supposed to come out last week. Oh, fine. We'll talk about the annual first. So timing-wise, I think it happens before it. Everybody just know that he f- he went and found a reason so that his order could be the order. He had to have logic behind it. I mean, that's any, any good argument has logic behind it. I had I literally had them the other way around until I saw that at the end. Meow, 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 meow. All right. So X-Force Annual, numero uno. We've got Sentinels on the cover. Yeah, med- medical Sentinels. Orcus that we find out later with the little, sentinels. Yeah, the Orcus logo on the arm. I gotta admit, I'm not crazy about the cover. I usually really love Torin Clark's work. He's the cover artist of this. I, I don't know what about it. I think it might be Domino's face or just mm. some of the blockiness. I, I don't know. Yeah, I think we've just become really used to some other people drawing Wolverine. Yeah, maybe. And. He's huge and red on the front and he looks a little different. So maybe we're just not, we're not feeling it. But I I don't mind the cover. I think actually I was really excited when I saw this cover to see Sentinels, like just the OG looking Sentinels. Yeah. I feel like that hasn't been around in a little while because we've got Nimrod and Omega Sentinel and all the crazy different versions of Sentinels from House of X and Powers of 10. And this is just like, hey, y'all, look at this. You know these guys. Classic classic mutant hating robots. Definitely tells you what to expect on the inside. Mm -hmm. Page turn noise. Oh, beastie beast. Beast versus Sage. I mean, this was my initial reaction is when does this take place in relation to the X-Force issue? Because we have back-to-back instances of Sage questioning Beast's judgment. As she should. No, absolutely. Absolutely. And and going to the council and council members over him because that's where the actual power lies. Uh-huh. But she tells Emma, hey, he's up to some shady business. Emma. Emma, Emma, get it, get it. Emma, Emma, raw. 
house. Were you excited that your girl was here? I was so excited that my girl was here and that she was laying down the law for this dummy. Yeah. Coming in to talk business. I assume, so Beast is worried that she would read his mind. I assumed, and maybe incorrectly, that people would be aware when another brain was inside their brain. That they no. might. I think there's been think some instances. Think about the amount of times that Charles Xavier takes and puts information that was not consented. Wait, name three times. Name three times. Okay. The time that he like tricked all the X-Men in Deadly Genesis of thinking that none of that garbage happened. That's fair. Okay. And and also there's more. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, Wait, I just no. Now I really need to think of three times because you said it. Um, the time that he did something with the some computer person robot and tricked them into being the danger room. No. Yeah, that was a thing. That was a thing, but danger was a sentient being that he was aware of, and just... the time that he suppressed parts of Jean Grey's brain when she was a kid without her knowing. Yeah, but that was uh, in an attempt uh, to help him. I don't care. You asked for three times. So that's two. Okay, that's two. Three, 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 three. I mean, I got a third one. Okay, what is it? From our episode earlier where he made Krakoa forget about uh, but, a section of oh, okay, there you go. There's the three, island. There's three times. All right, cool. Three times. So there you go. Tangent. People, people could be, telepaths could be in your head without you knowing it. Beast like, mind your business, lady. I'm working. Get out of here. And she's like, uh, I will not mind my business. You are my business. Yes, I have plenty of reason to not trust your motivations. You are up to some shady dealings. Dummy. Where have you sent X-Force? Yeah, where are they, Beast? At a dope volcano lair. Mm. It's pretty dope. I mean, it is pretty dope. Location, the mission, the reasoning. They're apparently trying to reverse engineer... A stolen shipment of Krakoan petals. Yes. And or at least that's the lie we've been fed. Honestly. Honestly. But they're going to just jump right in. I love the jump shot on the next page. Yeah. And I do think, you know, the premise of this mission, if it was real, is important. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, the threat is real. Look at them go. There's a Wolverine. Title page. Jumpstart. Lab work. Written by Nadia Shamas. Art by Rafael Pimentel. Color art by Carlos Lopez. Letters by Joe Caramagna. PC's Joe Caramagna. We got our strike team going into the base. No comms, which adds some mystery, some danger, some Honestly, layers of intrigue. All of this, like, Quentin just being like, no, nah, I'll get us in. Just don't worry. And everyone's like, be careful, be careful. And then he just blows a giant hole in the wall. Like, that's not careful, Quentin. But I mean, he didn't set off any alarms. And it also seemed like that was a setup in the sense that right after they walked through that blown open door, a wall appears on the other side of it, mm -hmm. trapping them in. Mm -hmm. Traps on traps on traps. And then ah, sentinel kidnapping. Yeah. I do feel like these characters are within their voices. Like These these feel real oh, to them. Oh, yeah. I would totally agree with that. Nobody's home in the entire building, but yeah. From behind a closed door. Not only is nobody home, but there's not even any organic life. No flowers. No plants up in here either. What are we even doing here? Something doesn't smell right. Smells like lies. Logan trapped by a magnetic ceiling. Testing and recording beginning. Immediately just stabbing into him. Ugh. It's crazy. 
it's just a crazy situation where like right off the bat you gotta know something's up and like here we are x-force sending in the same three that we always send in and like not thinking even if the flowers were here and this was a real mission the the traps that have been set are specifically set for the three mutants who keep attacking orcas it's like, like they know that they're like coming they learned yeah. right so even if this wasn't a whole setup they still should have been prepared for the fact that Orcus was going to catch on eventually. Yeah, maybe enlist some more strike team mutants. Yeah, just get a few more. I like that dominoes, trap doors are dominoes. Yeah, <laughs> dice blocks, yeah. Like the, the domino dice, you know, this is not the game. Yeah, but technically, technically speaking, dominoes, like the board game has are two, two yeah. blocks. So yeah, these, yeah, are, yeah. these are dice squares. All right. Technically. <laughs> and we got our guy in the chair watching. Official recon of everything. I thought it was really interesting that at first I was like, wait, Domino, you're supposed to be lucky. How'd you fall on the trap door? But then we learn that they're all trap doors. Yeah. That was probably the best case scenario. Indeed it was. Didn't give you instant death. No instant death, no shards, no gas chambering. So to your point, the, the fact that it's specifically this team all the time. I think it's an interesting connection as to why they would send it. Like, they're the murder squad. So yeah, you go and take them down. Like You go and take people down with these three guys. But Orcus is learning, hey, these are the three that you keep on sending right. multiples of. There was a preview of next week's X-Men that came out. And there's reference to a lot of adamantium on Phobos. Uh-huh. Or on the Orcus substation. It's just, well, it's because... That's you, because they've been siphoning it off of all the Wolverines they've send killed. Sending a bunch of adamantium. <laughs> how, do you know, how do you know about my Black Ops mission, though? Like, who told you? Who told you? Sage, you dummy. Yeah. And we, we're not mad. We'll love her for it. Yeah. Emma calls Beast out. You keep insisting you're doing this for the sake of Krakoa, for mutant kind. You get your hands dirty for our quote-unquote defense but they're not your hands and this isn't defense that's right emma 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 get it get it emma emma i check with my marauders you lying i love her i love her look at her she's tearing him down she's poking holes in his story we got our data page on the next page another hefty one Orcus experiment number four five nine i don't know this albert carey character Mm mm-hmm Notes about each of the three trapped mutants and how they'll test them. The key to understanding Cerebro and the plans for Redacted. Cerebrax. Maybe. I'm calling it Cerebrax is an Orcus uh, made monster. Bum, bum, bum. She's probably wrong, but that's okay. She called it here first, everybody. Heard it first on the X-Wife podcast. I think it has connections to Omega Red. It's but we shall see. Omega Red is was working with Mikhail, who was working with Orcus. They were both right. <laughs> it's probably I'm probably not right. They're fine tuning a sound machine that can disrupt telepaths, which we see in full effect on the next page. And it just page after page these All their experiments stuff is working. Yeah, these tests are are working to the detriment of our our heroes. And they're talking about how 
it has to be this certain level to disrupt him. And it's like the first bit, the first try works. Like they figured it out. Right. So it's within a range of hertz and they need to find a specific range that will affect him in a particular way. So they disrupt him. They cause specific memories to fire, but they're looking for that exact perfect range that's going to take him off the battlefield. To, to steal his brain? Like Cerebrax? No, I, I don't think it's to steal his brain. Also, Cerebrax... The, you're, you're... Stole Forge's brain. Spoiler alert for X-Force. <laughs> I'm, I'm finding logic to make my idea work. <laughs> Turn the page. The data page is over. Interesting how... Is it in this issue or the other issue that he brings up deciding not to yeah that's the wipe, next issue wipe her from his mind yeah phoebe wipe phoebe from his mind but then there she is and this is so that's what, like you were saying in our last episode how this writer did not like consult with ben percy right there was an interview tie on tie together so well there's an interview on x-men mondays uh, with nadia about the fact that she didn't work with ben about this or about where they're going. And I can sense that from the read of it, that it's just a mission. It's very neatly tied up. It, it adds to the further development of lack of trust with Beast. But otherwise, you know, nothing happens that is connected to the main plot or irreversible in any way. Or Yeah, that's true. But if you hadn't told me that, I wouldn't have known. Like, it feels very well thought out and very well connected. And it does, I would argue that the interaction with Beast and Emma does progress in a way that, like, that should be carried through in further stories that Emma is sort of watching Beast, watching him. Which is a thread that was established at the Hellfire Gala, right? right? right. So it's just kind of tending to threads that are already there and, and adding to them a bit. Wolverine is highly upset to be stuck to this metal wall. Yeah. <laughs> My notes for these pages were Quentin's test, bad. Logan's test, not great. Nina's test, we good. We good. She's figuring it out. I actually really loved this moment because I was wondering, like, how is she going to get how out of this? Possible? I mean, that's some smart science. You know? Yeah. If you're lucky, this one thing might happen that'll reverse the polarity of your magnets. And I'm lucky. So it's all good. He's so mad. Impossible. Impossible. But it is possible. Possible not only to reverse the magnets but also to just have Wolverine fall directly into the the control room so he knows where to find his friend Quentin. Yeah, that's Domino's a little... luck is really helping her whole team right now. It's everywhere. I saw this panel as a preview Amazing. of Wolverine tearing through these robots. I, I do really like that, that image of him just cutting loose. These sentinel robot things, they kind of have like a duck, duck, duck face. Duck yeah. face. Interesting. He's so mad. Look at him up there. His little key fingers on the keyboard, grinding his teeth. Code orange. This is not part of the plan. Emma knows everything and calls Beast out. He tries to rationalize it for the betterment of Krakoa's intelligence. You know, hey, we need to we need to figure these things out. Yeah, maybe it was an intentional test that may have resulted in the deaths of our strike team. But we know some stuff. Yeah, like, this is another moment where I'm like, Beast, what the actual heck? You knew 
you knew he they set the whole thing up. were going to test. Like, you knew you were just sending them to die. And you didn't care because what? They're not going to remember. And there's no comms. So what are you getting out of this? How are you knowing what Orcus knows if their memories are wiped when they die and they're not communicating with you while they're in there? What other connection do you have to that information? That's true. We don't know. Because what are you what shady business are you up to? Like and and is with he the tapped way, into Orgus's commute like commuters yeah, or communication? Do we the get way this that information? His relationship with Brand is starting to rekindle. That happens after this issue, yeah. Right. I'm, but I'm just saying. Suspect. Sure. I don't trust him. You shouldn't. Team Emma. Team Sage. Team Sage. Teach Semma. Team Semma. What? Image. I'm mashing up their names. They're not a couple. I'm not They're not even on the same team. They're just against Beast. Oh, that's a team. <laughs> okay. Wolverine tears through and frees Quentin. He's so he's so debilitated on the ground over there. But don't worry. We're going to go get Domino because we're going to throw the Sentinel in there so she can reverse rocket shoot herself right out. Right. Because otherwise she would have just fallen into the volcano. She would be dead. Ha ha, Beast. They didn't die. And they stole the motherboard. Yeah. And they, so now they actually do have information. Right. I bet Beast would take all the credit. This was my plan the whole time. I knew you guys would survive and you would get what we needed. And uh, I did this for you and for Krakoa. Except you knew that there weren't no, there were no petals. You knew there were no flowers. Right. He knew, but he wanted, he needed them to figure it out on their own so that they could make the choices they needed to make to win. And he had all the faith they could. That's what he's going to say in a, in a scene we'll never see. Yeah. Roll out. Kid Omega with the save. Not a complete loss for Orcus as Albert Carey is talking about the, the scientific victory that they have. You test, you learn, you test again. Isn't that what... Wasn't is that Doctor Stasis or was that who was that? Director Devo, Director like Devo. progress. That yeah. was in Inferno. Yeah, should not be ashamed of your progress. Mm-hmm. And he says, "Our psychic sonic cannon device." So that's the device they're talking about. Yeah, that's shooting sonic waves, page. and that we see all around the room. Mm-mm. Gotta make it home before this volcano blows. Beast's reaction. Hey, see, they're alive. That's great. Isn't it great? Isn't that what we wanted? And we win? Mm-hmm. So there's no casualties. We get our information. Well, I don't see the problem here. What's the problem? Why are you even here? Get out of my lab. You're not as clever as you think, Hank. Also, Sage, we have to have a conversation about what's going on. Mm. Yeah, when Beast is like, I have to see my guest out. Right. Wink, wink, Sage. I know what you did. I know why Emma is here. It's because of you. Mm-hmm. And Quentin suspects it as well. Mm-hmm. And we end. But at least people are starting to become suspicious of Beast. What'd you think? I liked it a lot. I really enjoyed it. I think a big part of why I enjoyed it was Emma. But, and, you know, her sticking it to Beast. But I also really like the way that the team worked together. And I like seeing X-Force on a mission. And the idea of Orcus taking next steps to 
thwart the mutants and actually make weapons that are catered to different kinds individual of powers yeah specifically is really intriguing like imagine really interesting imagine using that knowledge and outfitting specific sentinels geared for specific mutants yeah yeah i thought it was really solid a self-contained concept builds off of what has been established in x-force and these character dynamics and everything that they know that we know and their dynamic as a team and even seeds further distrust with beast as it should Planet X-Men said X-Force was surprisingly good. I wasn't sure which one he was talking about, but heavy on character development. I feel like it's kind of throughout both that yes, we ag- see a, some great moments of character. Totally agree. And Lucar hun- underscore Hawks said, why X-Force wasn't that bad? Laughing, crying emoji. <laughs> a lot of people reacted that way. They're like, do people um, not like X-Force? Generally, most people do not like X-Force that I have experienced. Wow. I love the murder book. It's light on murder for a murder book, I would say. Yeah. And, you know, I'd say even further, I I did enjoy the X-Force number 27 because there's actually a threat on the island. Mm -hmm. And it seems as though all the other, and it is relatively new in terms of a threat. Mm -hmm. Uh, That is uh, often a criticism I, I hear about it that nothing actually gets resolved. Yeah, I guess that's who's your Who's your favorite on the murder team? Who's my favorite on the murder team? I don't know. It's starting to be Sage. Oh, by murder team, I mean the fist. Domino, Kid Omega, Wolverine. Oh, the fist. The head and the, the brain and the fist. Head and um, the fist. Um, I don't want to say Wolverine, and I don't want to say Quentin, so I choose Domino. Why do you not want to say Wolverine? Have because you, you you turn your back on your bubs? No, I would never turn my back on my bubs, but just Wolverine feels like the obvious choice. Yeah. So I don't want to choose him. You ready for some more Wolverine? Eric Huffman and I were talking back and forth on Patreon because he like commented on one of our weeks of Wolverine, the last one, and he was like, what do I do without all my bubs? <laughs> and I was like, don't worry, Eric. We're going to get double bubs next week. Double bubs. Double bubs. Double X-Force means more bubs, more pages. More bubs. All right. X-Force, number 27. Let's talk about this cover. Love this cover. This is a dope cover. Definitely a tease of what's to come, but only lightly set up here. It's almost like a tease for what's to come in this arc. Mm-hmm. Always glad to see Joshua Kassara on an A cover. Yes. I love your art, Joshua Kassara. So good. So good. All right. I was just taking it in one more time. Cool. Page turn noise. Some poetic remembering of what happened and how it has affected Logan in the lives of Wolverine. That creepy helmet nonsense going on in the background as he's talking about just how much he doesn't trust Everything that's in it. All mm-hmm. those minds going through one location. It is quite dangerous. Just the red glow. It just seems to come to life on its own. And that's why I feel like it's... And, and Well, two things. One, the tentacles on the front are very similar to Omega Red's tentacles. Mm-hmm. And who was this previously deeply connected to? Omega Red. In that he was one of the last people to inhabit... That's Cerebro. And it's red. And it's red. Yes. It could be Omega Red. But I just don't know that. Like, are you saying that the soul of Omega Red still lives in Cerebro? I'm not saying anything like that. I just am looking at clues and making vague predictions. I'm just asking you to back it up, baby. I don't think the soul of Omega Red lives there (laughs) because he did not die inside of Cerebro. Correct. But it could be like a mental backup of him. Maybe. 
We'll find out one day. Title page online. From Cradle to Grave. Written by Benjamin Percy. Art by Robert Gill. Color art by Guru EFX. Letters by Joe Carmina. BC's Joe Carmina. Joe on the double duty for X-Force. Hey, Robert Gill is going to be at Wicked Comic Con this weekend. I'm going to go and I'm going to miss it. That's going to be great. It's going to be fine. Beast in the council room. Mm -hmm. Talking about Russian war crimes. Honestly, my first thought was like, does Putin read X-Men comics? And (laughs) is he upset by this? Eh, We've got real war crimes going on, y'all. Yeah, it's true. That is very true. And now our expert on international war crimes, Beast. Mm -hmm. Here he is talking his little pompous head off. But then Mikhail is a big fish. Omega Red is not. Gut him and erase it all. Like, get out of here, Beast. You're aggressive. Yeah, moral grandstanding at its finest, Mr. McCoy. X-Force has many voices. Sage. I love her. This is what I'm saying. This is why. Look at her. She's coming in. She's got that amazing jacket. And she's just here to say, I've had enough. Beast's stammering dismissal of Sage is telling on how he runs X-Force. He's like, oh, uh, what? Yeah, the fact that it's very clear that they are not on the same team this is a waste of the council's time i just i don't understand why and she puts it all on the table x-forces interrogation secret info arcady admitted his betrayal risked the pit for the truth and helped spearhead a successful campaign against vampire nation which we did not see right yes we did that's how that's how they defeated them that was the whole thing of like he went back and then the guy was like but they put a thing in you and he was like I don't care. Well, so, so we didn't see, I don't think we saw Omega Red actually take down Vampire Nation oh, is what I'm saying. Okay. Got you. I don't remember. If you don't remember it, it probably didn't happen. Yeah. But, you know, the council's got to know these things. They got to know because Sage has had enough. It's good points all around. And And Beast is talking about straight up murdering Omega Red and just never letting him be resurrected. Yeah, and and withholding the information. Specifically, that's what what the council doesn't know is that X-Force interrogated Arcady directly after the invasion of the Russian nesting dolls. Just the the X-Force, aka Beast. Yeah. The back and forth between Sinister and Emma. <laughs> I don't want people looking at what I'm doing. Just the bickering as they leave the council chamber. Well, yeah, maybe more people should. Cerebra. Mm-hmm. The council heard enough. They're like, okay, Beast, Sage, you we, said what you need to say. We must deliberate. We got to figure it out. And Beast is like highly upset. Yeah, well, you know, he he doesn't want people looking at what he's doing or aware of what he's He was given complete oversight. And that was wrong. But that's odd. The Cerebro helmet is now offline. It went dark. And we've got a data page. Forge's logbook, Omega Red. I love Forge's reaction to this. He's like, uh, so what What if he just chooses that he wants to kill us all? And what do we do? Can we stop him? Can we throw him in the pit? I, I know I'm just the monkey wrench repairman, but it's kind of an important thing to chew on. And Beast, yeah, this is Sage's deal. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. And well, I mean, Beast is like, yeah, well, talk to Sage because this isn't what I want. And I was overruled. Right. And Sage, I love that Sage is like, can y'all just trust me? Just, just try just trusting go with me it. for just can one second. Can we just second. try one idea that I had that just, isn't manipulating everyone? Just for one second. 
Forge had to go through the Crucible after losing his power in X Deaths. Wouldn't the Elysium Fields work for him as well? Isn't that what got rid of the Crucible or the need for it? I think the Elysium Fields got rid of the, like, if you weren't backed up on Cerebro, then you would still be able to be resurrected. Hmm. I thought it could work for anything. But maybe it's just, hey, we wanted you to fight to the death. Maybe. Investigation and that, uh-oh, full page on the other side. Danger, danger, danger. I like this page. But see, do these tentacles look like Omega Red tentacles? That's what I'm saying, yes. They do? I think they do. They do have some other features to them that are not explicitly Omega Red's they tentacles. They much more octopus. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I was almost going to say it, but then I didn't. The argument for a heart back at the point. Beast's reaction. I love he's slamming down on the table. He's That's so not what mad. we need. And everyone's just like beast. I love Domino's reaction here. Just of all the people, Logan should believe in having second chances. It's true. He the should. way we treated him, we might as well have been some version of Weapon X. You'd have gone full on berserker too. Mm-hmm. If, if someone had done that to you without your knowledge. It's a good perspective to kind of bring to the forefront of the situation. Especially as they're going deeper and deeper into these questionable decisions, thanks to Mr. McCoy. Someone is at least keeping them in check. Mr. McCoy. What do you think, Quentin? Screw it. I say let's just go for it. You know? Doesn't he get another shot? And if not, I'll use my brain tentacles on him. Yeah. (laughs) I love when Domino says... Guess you better sleep with one eye open then, yeah. Beastie. The killer, <laughs> you only have one eye. The killer button line. Beast just doesn't trust it at all. You know, He's just, why are we even trying this? Well, because humanity and, and for the sake of our, our mutant friends. And Krakoa is all about second chances. Right. It's kind of what we stand for here. Hmm. Black Tom on the next page. Something's not right. Something mysterious in the veg. I love you, Black Tom. 221B Baker Street. I don't know what that is. It's a Sherlock Holmes reference. Basil of Baker Street is what I think of. The great mouse detective. (laughs) Oh, which is also based off Sherlock Holmes. 100%. 100%. Absolutely adore Black Tom's nicknames for Forge. Big Boy? (laughs) Quad Squad? You there, mate? (laughs) This terrifying image of Forge's face. So scary. Yeah, no. No thanks. And then Brand. Then she's back again. As if one issue of Brand wasn't enough, she's threaded everywhere. I do want to call out that this seemingly happens before X-Men Red, seeing as Magneto is on the council. Mm. Oh, In the, I'm flipping back. I'm flipping back. I got to see it. But my own eyes. <gasps> there he is. So he hasn't left yet. Yeah. So Brand hasn't decided she needs an X-Men team yet. So this is what I'm saying. Shady business. These two are up to shady business. Yep. Yep. Reconnecting. It's a terrible, terrible partnership to start forming. Absolutely. And what a weird request. Hey, baby, it's been a while. Can I feel inside your eye socket, though? Yeah, why? Why? Why would you ever want to do that? Physically uncomfortable. I think I had the same reaction to that. That you had to Moira wearing banshee skin. I would highly doubt that because I continue to react. I knew that's what you were going to say. And, <laughs> and I, you were already tensing I up. stifled a shudder. <laughs> 
It's such a weird request. I strongly believe we should take a chance with Omega Red. The more Russian mutants we have on Krakoa, the better our chances, whether we are speaking of war or diplomacy. Colossus. Now, is that Colossus or is that the Chronicler? Right. And it made me question, is the Chronicler's power somehow linked to Russian mutants specifically or, or to mutants at which he can have some connection or has had some yeah there's so much we don't know about the chronicler and we haven't seen him in a little while and i'd like to bring him back he's just in his gulag i mean it's been a while chili commented that he's like did i miss something why haven't we had x-force in months like what happened lives and deaths taking a break yeah we're sleeping it off omega resurrection he knows everything and he wants beast's head as he should i love it Colossus is like, wait, let's just see where he goes with this. (laughs) Let's just kill him. Let's just let him kill Beast. I'm fine. But hey, look at this scared Black Tom face in the the ground here. Everything's fine, but I'm kind of worried about Black Tom. Help. Help me. Help me. And then here we have it. This Cerebro, Cerebrax, evil Cerebs, has straight up stolen Forge's brain. Yeah. So does that mean that the brain is still inside the I Cerebro think unit? I so. I think it like needs a brain to feed on. Well, and you think about, I wonder if it has access to Forge's power. Right. And then it's just oh evolving God, itself. That's terrifying. Right. And that's that's initially what I thought when it wanted Forge or when it took over Forge. Yikes. Because even with him at the computer doing something we don't know, that could have been enabling this upgrade. This whole thing is which is cray cray. is the final tease or the the tease for the next issue upgrades upgrades. I like play this that issue. Beyonce song. Let me upgrade you. Let me upgrade you. Yeah, I did too. I like this issue. There was a solid X Force issue. Played up a lot of the animosity within the team. Mm-hmm. The decisions that Beast has been making. He deserves some retaliation. I, I enjoyed the art. I liked Robert Gill and the handful of issues. He did before lives and deaths. I'm interested to see a big threat on the island. It feels like other than issue one, it's largely been things in the shadows and elsewhere. Yeah. Bringing the danger on to Krakoa. Any other big picture reactions? Not really. I mean, I just, I have so many questions about Cerebrax, but I don't, I already said my ridiculous theory. So uh, Warline Comics thinks that Tyler Dayspring is the Cerebrax Wanting revenge on Logan and Tyler's family. What? You don't know who Tyler Dayspring is. He is Cable's son from the future. I do know that. I've heard that one time. Oh, okay. There you go. <laughs> and Warline also said that Brand's gift to Beast for Valentine's Day is going to be one of Nick Fury's eye patches. Oh, my God. Amazing. That's sweet. You know, it's very thoughtful. Beast won't wear an eye patch. He wants everyone to see the gritty disgustingness of his eye hole. See the sacrifices I've made for you all. This is for your defense. And And it's it's also my paranoia of of being being resurrected. resurrected. That you're going to edit my memories and eliminate my thoughts. Because cheaters always worry about being cheated on. Yeah. 1407 Gray Malkin said, X-Force didn't make me angry or annoyed, dot, dot, dot. Pretty good. Pretty good. We were having an interesting conversation this afternoon about who might replace Beast if things go too far and he's removed from his position. So if if Beast were to be taken away from X-Force, which I don't think will actually happen just because of the way Ben has talked about Wolverine and Beast being on these opposite sides. I don't know that even, even, 
I don't know that he would even need a replacement. Like, wouldn't Sage just do it? Potentially, yeah. I think Sage is definitely... Like, Sage and Forge become that part of the team. Yeah. You talk about intelligence, you talk about computers and information. Poor Forge has to get resurrected again. Yeah. I thought my suggestion was Cable once he finds out about Bran's nonsense. Once he gets done with that nonsense, he's like, all right, I'll go over there. You think about like a strategic leader. Mm -hmm. And then we went back and forth of... Trying to think of what of the war captains, maybe they could do something, seeing but as they're I, not really. I feel like Beast's initial contribution would be that he's a scientist. So we would need another scientist. Not necessarily. Why Why do you need a scientist? To scientifically manipulate people? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just trying to think of like, what is it that Beast actually is? Like, yeah, he's a strategic, like, evildoer because that's what he does now. But like throughout continuity he's generally been a scientist no yes so that's his like but i mean this point or his uh sure but the requirement of this position this central intelligence officer of x-force doesn't really require him to be a scientist right so it's just you need someone smart in charge calling the shots making strategies Mm -hmm. dealing with threats of war and violence and i feel like well that's who should be in the role I mean, that's, yes. Beast does not have those qualifications. Uh, I'd say he has most of them, other than the war and violence thing. And even that, I mean, he's the, he's smart. He's a smart guy. He has many made up degrees. But but war and, you know, like Fighting. tactical strategy is not. Uh, man's been a founding X-Men, he's an Avenger, he's a Defender, he's blue, gray, and human, and. Always doing science stuff. Catman. Ugh. Catman. What's next for Omega Red? Omega Red's going to be the one to reveal Colossus's dirty secret. Ooh. I would, that, that would be interesting. And I wonder if they would believe him. Right. If they, they probably trust won't him. at first. Right. And then he'd be like, I'm trying to be reformed. And I'm trying to tell you that man is up to no good, whether he knows it or not. I try to be friends. Because that's got to be the thing. Like The thing has got to be that if Omega Red ends up wanting to work with the Krakoans, he, his key role has to be tied to the information that he has from working with Mikhail. So that's... revealing that would be pertinent information. <laughs> right. I don't think he knows that, though. But maybe it depends maybe on how much Mikhail has shared something. Like, I don't think Mikhail straight up told him. I yeah. think come to my that's gulag. One of those things of like Omega Red being like, I got to know what's going on. So I know how to save my own butt if I need to. Yeah. Weird seeing Omega Red naked. <laughs> you never actually see it, though. Strategic placements of shadows. Yeah. No, I, I just mean all the gray body. Mm, yeah. That's it. No more questions. Yeah. I don't really write questions for these. <laughs> I just went for it. You just went for it. Well, that was a good talk. Do we have to talk about, do, should we remind people what's coming next week? Let's remind them. Let's remind the people. X-Men number 10. Because I already forgot. X-Men number 10. Wait, let's see if I can remember. X-Men number 10. Yes. That, okay. That's what cool. I just said. Shh. Oh, you wanted me to delete that? No, no. I just wanted you to pretend I remembered that. Oh, okay, good. X-Men number 10. Yeah. Captain Carter number two. Okay, yeah. That yeah, was that X- was like my last minute note to you. I'm trying to remember. Uh... Yeah, please remind me. <laughs> something something relative to what I read issue one of. 
Eternals. Number 11. Going to pick up some of those issues as we're leading into Judgment Day. Mm-hmm. Black Panther number five. Oh, which this is why I couldn't remember because none of these are important to me. <laughs> really, none of them are X-Men titles uh, except for... And even the two that are kind of X-Men titles, X-Men 92, House of 92. Right, X-Men 92. And what if Miles Morales became Wolverine, oh, right. which is just like... Just yeah. fun. You know, those will be quick reviews. <laughs> you want to know the saddest thing, everyone? What? We recorded these episodes on the same day, just hours apart. And what? I couldn't remember the new issues from just hours ago. Yeah. Whoopsie. Well, until next time, old friend. Girls! Thanks so much for joining us today on the Ex-Wife Podcast. Be sure to leave us a review and tell your friends. The Ex-Wife Podcast is produced in Providence, Rhode Island by Alicia and Justin. Our music is by Quan. 